You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back. The Dad Bod Golf Pod is Kyle and Nate filling in again. What's up, Nate? Quattro, quattro, quattro. Number four. Really starting to get into a groove here. You know, maybe you bogeyed the first two or three holes, but you get to the fourth tee box, par five at AU Club, just ready to rock and roll. Oh, yeah. We got a par five in our sights. We're ready to birdie this one and keep keep moving on. That's so, right. So, uh, Ben's still out. Um, still thinking about him, but uh, hopefully he's going to be back soon. Uh, I think the worst of it is sort of over and he's kind of on the mend. So, Hopefully we'll get him back in here soon, and maybe we all three can mix it up for a while and uh, just get weird. Get weird. All about getting weird. <laughs> Build get, my entire brand off being weird. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Short shorts, th- skies out, thighs out. But anyway, so we kind of wanted to take a little bit. We've been just – it's just been like golf, 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 golf. So uh, we want to uh, we want to kind of take take a little bit, step back, and and – sort of let you guys learn more about us and and who we are and uh hopefully we can you know like i said the biggest thing is we want to be relatable you know we we're we're just we're just average dudes we're we're not professionals in the golf golf world we're not technicians we're we're nothing we're just basic we're just like your saturday group saturday sunday group so i thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about do a little segment about what's in our bag so you kind of know, you know, what kind of clubs we play. Um, you guys can send us some feedback. We'd love to know what kind of stuff you guys play because we're always looking for the that next, you know, we're looking for that missing link in our in our bag that we need to kind of, you know, get us over the hump. So Yeah, we love an obscure wedge that nobody knows about that'll make it spin back 20 yards. That's what we want. Yeah, if you got that spin doctor, let us know about the spin doctor. Yeah. You <laughs> pop that shout. Let us know which face when you pop out the, that was you pop out the face and you can put like diamond plated and all kind of illegal stuff in. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you're supposed to be able to make it like from ten yards away. You can make it spin back to you, basically. You can spin it in the parking lot. That's what the, the that infomercial <laughs> spin in the parking lot. Yeah. So yeah, we want to know all that stuff. So send us. You got a crazy driving iron. You got crazy putters. Whatever. Send it to us. We're going to talk about what we carry, and uh, just kind of have some fun. So Nay, I'm gonna let you lead it off. Okay. Right. I want you to talk about, you know, what's in your bag, and then uh, we'll just kind of go from there. I had to get out of bed last night and go down to my car and check what my what brand my five wood is because I've had it for a while. <laughs> I, I took this seriously. Um, I've got a, a tailor made M2 driver. It's a hand me down from the old pro at AU Club. Um, nice. Ironically enough, I, I won a Sim 2 Max uh, at a raffle and was playing in a uh, scramble with with Kyle. Yes. And benched it cold topped it like three tee shots in a row and that that driver's actually now somewhere in south alabama i sold it on uh, on facebook it's gone but, we uh, benched it we benched it after four holes yeah and then started hitting the old reliable m2 so uh the search for a new driver still on i've got a cleveland launcher three wood that i got when i was a cart guy at uh at au club uh a tailor-made rbz five wood wait <laughs> go back to the three wood you said when you got you got it while you're at a cart guy was this a uh was this a two weeks in the lost and found and then uh, no claim? This was, <laughs> I, I've had some clubs in the bag like that before. <laughs> this was getting really, really tight with the Cleveland rep. And uh, she gave me the, like, basically pretending like I was on staff. And then nice. gave me the, yeah. 
Yeah. I was never supposed to really say that. That a kid. It's out now. That is out there. Uh, a tailor-made RBZ five wood that Carly Edlotsky, who played for, at Auburn, now married to Quindarius Carr, the former Auburn Sweet. football player. Uh, a little hand-me-down there with an orange grip. We've got a Callaway uh, Rogue three hybrid. Um, I'm a big Strixon guy. Hit the Strixons at a at a demo day, and I ended up getting the uh, four through pitching wedge, the combo set. So it's the Z five sixty five, seven sixty five irons. Um, continuing my Cleveland streak with the uh, with the wedges, the RX fours. I got the the ones that like rust naturally. I think that is so cool. Yeah, uh, our buddy Mitch Pugh had those, and I just I was like, dude, that's so awesome. It looks like you've been playing with these for twenty years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it and like literally, you have to just get them wet one time, and they're they're rusted. And then I've just got a, 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 a Scotty Cameron blade putter that I've been. I'm, I stick with the putter for a while. I've had this for probably two or three years. Loyal to the putter. That's right. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, oh, I putted badly for three rounds. Let me go spend two hundred dollars on a putter. Nice. But it does need a new uh, grip. And we'll get to that later. <laughs> yes. So uh, me, I'm a victim of marketing. So I'm a. Uh, I'm a tailor made. Tailor made dude right now. Nice. I want to preface this by saying that. Hey, golf companies out there, I'm not. Lo- I'm only lo- as loyal as the the agreement that we have. So, so uh, I'm for sale. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. You're a bit of a club whore. Yeah, yeah. I love I love clubs. I love to try different things. But right now, I'm tailor made. Um, I got the I got the Sim driver that I got that came at Sim Max when it first came out. I got it. Uh, I'm not. Gonna, I didn't jump to the Sim Two yet because. There's probably going to be a Sim three next year, so right. I may go every two years. You know, I'm not we're not big big time yet. So uh, love the Sim to love the Sim driver. Uh, I got the Sim three wood, the hottest club I've ever had. It's Just far, jumps off the face. Ju- it's absolutely a rocket. And uh, go ahead. I've seen you hit that three wood, and I'm it's, not saying it goes past my driver, but it it's gone past my driver before. <laughs> it's 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 I can hit I can real I can smoke that thing. It's it's hot. All the all the new Sim stuff is really hot. And then, you know, I, I was a hybrid guy for a while. And I'm so, I, I put so much spin on the ball that it's really hard for me to uh, control it. Uh, you know, I, got, I put a lot of right to left spin on it. And so I went to a uh, kind of like a driving iron, like a souped up um, driving iron type deal. It's called the, the Taylor Mace, it's Taylor Mid Mace. It's called the Gapper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's the Gapper Mid. So they got the the max, which is basically just a hybrid, right? And then uh, with an iron face, and then you got the mid, and then you got, I think it's called the pro. So I went for the mid because I got a good trade on like one of those Facebook groups. There you go. I just traded straight up with like a. I had another hybrid that that I liked that I couldn't hit anymore, so I traded it straight up. But um, it's it's got a super stiff shaft, and uh, I really I really like it. Uh, I can keep it low and it's adjustable. So it's a three iron, but I cranked it down to a two so I can get hit like seeds, just hit it out there, keep it, keep it low and let it roll. Do you only hit it off the tee or you hit it off the fairway too? I I hit it off the fairway too, but it's, it's fairly, I I don't typically have those yardages at AU club just because the par fives play shorter than, than most, most. And uh, you don't typically have, I don't typically have those kind of yardages in, but I do hit it off the ground sometimes. But I love, you know, if if the driver's getting a little squirrely, I just hit one, hit a little low bullet, a little fairway finder, a little fairway finder, and it's out there. It's pretty good. So then I have the um, TaylorMade P790s. I've had them for a little bit over a year, and they are so smooth. Um, I have the four through approach wedge, 
And uh, I've had, like I said, I've had them for a year. I've only broken one. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I had a clean break on, on a par three with my six iron on number eight at oh, Euclid. Over your knee? No, it was kind of like a weird, it was kind of a weird break. It wasn't even like a rage break. It was kind of like an accident. So right. it was, it's just one of those, you know how you, you look, kind of just let the club go at the top of your t- top of your swing. You know, you hit a bad shot and you just kind of like disgusted release. And right. It like fell perfectly, like it fell like perfectly down on the club, like perfect straight down. And then when it hit, it just kind of snapped. It wasn't even like an aggressive throw or anything like that. It just kind of fell and snapped. It was weird. I've launched irons like 30, 40 yards before. And I I don't know. That seems like maybe a kind of a dud. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why the shot, would you go left in the water? Yeah. (sighs) Hooked it. Hooked it in the water. So, um, Fourth row approach wedge. I have also have the Cleveland RTX uh, wedges. I have a, a 56 and a 60. Mm. And uh, I've learned a lot more about bounce lately uh, after I did my caddy expedition. Right. And the dude talked a lot about bounce and, and the grinds and things like that. So I'm, I've got my eye on some possibly some new wedges pretty soon. I'm looking to sell some of my clubs and possibly get some, some Vokies. I really like the Vokey wedges, and mostly, like I said, marketing gets me. So their right. marketing is the best. Oh, no doubt. And uh, then putters. I, I, I'm I, a notoriously bad putter. Even though the highlight of my golf career is I played in the – before we started the podcast, you know, we're big – you know, we both of us enjoy uh, the Barstool guys uh, and the foreplay podcast. But um, I went and played in their tournament. Their invitation, or I guess not really invitational. It's like a qualifier event. I went and played in their tournament uh, in Atlanta this past, um, I think it was April, and I won the truly putting contest. I've, I've seen the video before <laughs> it even goes in. Kyle, I mean, Kyle, Kyle walked it in from about halfway. <laughs> it was and, pretty. Yeah, that was my that was a highlight of my my everything career, sports career, everything. But yeah, so I got the um, I got the spider from that, right. and I really like it. I really, really like it. It's a um, I got, I got to do it custom, so it's like a white head with like baby blue accents and stuff like that. It looks pretty sweet, and it rolls really good. Um, I have a, and then like a couple of weeks later, I go to like a work event and won another putter. I won the Scotty Cameron um, Phantom S five. Mm. It's sick, and uh, that's my gamer right now. I kind of rotate back and forth, but I want to kind of have two on hand just in case I get mad at one, want to bench it and go to the other, kind of like you do with your driver. Right. And I hear you. But I'm not just going to sell it right off the bat. You know, I'm going to. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a, there should be a little bit more uh, attachment to the one that you wanted the, but the at the Barstool Classic. Although, I don't know if it was the first time you putted with it in that scramble where I benched my driver, but like none of us got to putt till like five because you just poured in like four of them from all over the map. I, I was feeling it. Yeah. I was feeling it. It was a big night. day. That was a big day. That was the easiest. What did we shoot like twenty under? That was the easiest twenty under I think we've ever I've ever played. Yeah, it's all, and it's always a slightly bad look because my dad was one of the like board members for that tournament. So one of those board <laughs> members wins. I'm like, God, who did you have playing with you? Yeah, that was that was a fun day. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's what I have in my bag. Um, I've seen I've seen Nate play all his stuff too. Uh, I think now we're gonna go best club, worst club. Yeah, and I, I actually I thought about this last night. So you you while I'm talking about this, you can think about this. Just favorite distance, like favorite distance. So when I pull up in the car and I 
shoot that rangefinder and 142 comes up, I get a little funny feeling in my stomach. That's a that's a stock nine iron. I don't have to take anything off it. I don't have to go after it. Pin on the right side of the green, 142. Like, I mean, I get we're hunting. I get excited. Yeah. Yes, we're hunting. I, I wouldn't necessarily say I lay up to that distance because that seems foolish to lay up to 142 when you can lay up to 110. But uh, 142 fires me up. Love yeah, it. Nine iron, just head down, swing through. This one's getting close. Yeah, got to. And this one's it, dancing. Yeah, it's, it makes it that much more disappointing if it if it's not. Right. You know? My favorite yardage fluctuate, fluctuates, but um, I would say any like somewhere around like one fifty five, one sixty, because like that is a, I'm a, I don't have the best touch when it comes to like layoff shots when it's like seventy five percent stuff like that. I, I like full, you know, full green light, you know, full green line to the green. One fifty five, one sixty is pretty much a a solid nine for me. So I feel pretty good about that. Like I, I don't try to lay up to that, but if I get it, I feel pretty good that if I'm punching out like on a par five or something like that, I'm trying to find that. That's right. where I'm trying to find. Cause I know I got to get on the green on the next shot. If I can't get up close to the green. So that's a yardage that I really like. Um, and like I said, that's a, that's my, that's the, that's a full nine for me. That's my favorite club in the bag. We did not compare notes before this. I did not know that Kyle's favorite club was his nine iron. No, we I, didn't. No, it wasn't as putter. It's but. probably that's probably. If you ask, if you ask, if you sit down a hundred golfers, that's probably one our, of the best. One of the one of the more popular clubs. Yeah, there's gonna be that guy's like, oh, yeah, I love my three iron. No, you don't. No, you don't. No. You hate it. I love my, I love my two hybrid or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your least favorite club? Uh, my four iron. That's if it's on the tee, like laying up, I'm fine. But if I've if I've got that distance into a into a green or on a par three. Or super low confidence. It's just, I'm a, I mean, I'm a, I'm right around your skill level, single digit handicap. But it takes a lot of skill to be able to consistently flush a, a long iron. Yeah, it's it, true. I mean, so yeah, that's that's the bane of my uh, my golf existence. The four iron. Mine's gonna kind of shock you, and I, and I I can't quite figure this out. Um, you know, all my irons nine through four have a fairly consistent gap in them like so like in other words when i top out a nine iron and then i top out an eight iron and then i top out a seven iron the distance between those is r- roughly the same right you know, 10 15 yards for whatever reason i don't know this has got it's got to be user error but from pitching wedge to nine iron is like 25 yards <laughs> so 140 i i'm like 140, 145 is a really tough shot for me because for whatever reason, my like, you know, just a basic, like I said, basic stock nine iron flies over 150 and a full pitching wedge. And with this, with this new set is like around like 135. It's really weird. Big gap, yeah. And it goes really high. So I'm having, tr- I have trouble there. I probably need to take them and look at the, you know, maybe get them turned, get it turned down a little bit, or something like that. I don't, I don't really know, but I, like I said, it could be user error. So right now, if I have the the pitching wedge, the pitching wedge, a full pitching wedge is like the worst, because I'll try to over, I'll try to overhit it, and I'll, you know, I'll pull it, or I'll fat it, trying to hit it too hard, or I'll skull it and go 180 yards. So pitching wedge, oddly enough, is the least favorite club that I have in my bag right now. And it probably frustrates you because you're so close. Like, it should be a 
It yeah. should be something you could stick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I guess like the harder you swing your wedges, especially. I mean, the higher the. I don't. This doesn't go further. It goes higher. Right. So yeah, I don't. A full a full pitching wedge is not my. Uh, is not my cup of tea. I'd rather hold off a nine. Yeah, I want to um, get. I really think I need to get like, on some kind of simulator or something like that, or like yeah. a, some kind of launch monitor that, I can just gap it and figure out exactly what's going on but i don't have the time to do that right <laughs> or the money but uh i would love i think that would be fun to do once you get a trackman in your basement then we can really start you know that's what we're gonna do we're gonna you know once this thing kind of picks up and takes off i'll be able to justify with my wife say hey we need we need content we need content we're gonna turn this playroom we're gonna kick the kids out yep. this is gonna be launch monitor room yep and then uh the kids know need to go clean yeah. Cook and clean and yeah. They can go outside, That's right. play on the playset. We're gonna uh we're gonna be like Bryson. We're gonna rip drivers into this uh simulator for me yelling at you in the background for cool, two, Carl. two hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh that's what's in our bag. Um do we leave anything out on that? I think we got it all. I am not a uh just a quick note, I, I'll play anything as far as balls go. I am uh it doesn't have to be brand new. Obviously, if you give me a sleeve of brand new Pro V One Xs, that's I'll I'll be a happy man. But uh, I'm not afraid to to spread the love. I play, I play the I fluctuate between the TP Five X mm-hmm. and the Pro V One X. You I gotta fi- have the tailor made. Yeah, gotta keep it. Gotta keep it consistent. But um, I, I do go. I do try. I, I honestly, I think that the Pro V One X is the ball I need to play. I, I for whatever reason, I don't know if it's psychology, whatever it is, but that's I play better whenever. That's what I do. So. uh Anything under that kind of feels jumpy, you know. You kind of compress; you, they're a little bit softer. You kind, it just kind of feels like it gets jumpy and kind of gets away from me. Um, so, not a big st- pinnacle guy. Not a big pinnacle guy. No, <laughs> I want to try those. I want to get in a, a scramble. I want to play in a scramble and go get those like Volvic, different color ones and just hit bot like just literally smoke them. Hit as hard as you can every single shot. Just absolutely step on every single one. Which was what you do in a scramble anyway. Yeah. yeah. I have a buddy that plays those and plays those for fun, and uh, he 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 plays a lot of wide open courses in Oklahoma, and literally just go out there and just step on them, and they just fly forever. If you're gonna hit one, you know, two eighty, two ninety, three hundred, and it's pink, that's a whole different statement. Yes, that's awesome. That's confidence. That's I com- uh, I've read the Golf Digest hot list of balls. Mizuno just came out with a ball. Really? Yeah. Would have never known if I hadn't. Uh, I don't know. May not. Maybe a while before I see one of those in the woods that I pick up and and, and drop on a, on number eight after disgusting hook into the water. They're probably going to be pretty good. I mean, their their irons are. I mean, they're hard to beat. Yeah, but, great baseball gear too. Too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one thing we don't have any confusion over is what kind of swag we're going to wear on the golf course anymore. Absolutely not. And we're going to be hooked up from now on with uh, Swannies.co. Uh, we've been working with them for about two or three weeks now. Their website is restocked. A lot of the stuff, you know, they, it's hard for them to even keep stuff because it's just getting so hot. People are buying everything. So, and especially after they're getting coupon codes and things like that. So right. their web, website is is freshly stocked. They even have a cool, a good clearance section. They have a cool thing. Um, I don't know if I've talked with you about this, but once every quarter, once every season, they have a, a box that they a seasonal box that they'll prepare for you and they'll like pick out some seasonal items and send to you. So if you need some layering pieces when it gets a little colder, you know, they'll they'll prep it for you, they'll send it to you. It's kind of like a surprise. 
there's nothing more thrilling than getting clothes in the mail that you don't know what they look like yet. Exactly. Yeah. That is a fun, that's a fun experience. But uh, check out Swannies.co. Use uh, coupon code DADBODGOLFPOD-25. This ain't no free shipping. This ain't no 10% off. This is 25% off your next order. That's a good chunk. That's a big deal. And this stuff's already affordable anyways. So take another 25% off and uh, get hooked up, fill the card up. Check the guys out. They're awesome. Basically giving you like one sleeve for free. Basically, yeah. More or less. A quarter a quarter of your shirt for free. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, another way to get into our heads and learn more about us, everybody always talks about their favorite golf movies. And there's always arguments, what's the best, what's the worst. Uh, so we're going to take, you know, we made a list of our top three and uh, we're going to go in it, go down it, go through it, make fun of each other. And we see, are see. absolutely going to catch some heat. We have no idea, this. and I, we have not talked about this beforehand, so we have no idea. I have no idea what yours is. You have no idea what mine are. Mine are. So uh, we'll, we'll just kind of see what see what happens. So. I, can, I feel a huge roast coming on for myself, and I'm, I'm almost anxious to— I'm terrified that there's going to be a roast on me too. So, uh, yikes. So, we'll just have to see how it goes. So, Nate, start us off number three. So, it's a little bit obscure. Um, Bobby Jones, Stroke of Genius. Um, okay. It's just the, it's basically just a little biography of Bobby Jones, him growing up playing the whole honor thing, the calling penalties on himself. And then I think there's some, uh, I haven't, I mean, I haven't watched it in, in several years, but I think there's a little bit of Augusta, him designing Augusta. Yeah. Um, super family friendly. Uh, it's just a, it's just a classic. I've tried to watch it a few times, and I think I fall asleep before he gets older every single time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he stays the same age. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a tough. I've, I honestly, I've, I've seen that on several times. I've tried to watch it it's, it's, for whatever reason. It's man, real vanilla. It's so vanilla. It's There's real no vanilla. It's, it's not very. It, it's just kind of. It's a little bit boring. So my, my number three, is Bagger Vance. And that movie kind of came out of nowhere. And I don't even know if it was ever even in the theater, uh, but Will Smith, uh, Matt Damon, uh, then the little country kid that has the voice that you'll never forget that I don't know his name. Uh, never seen it. Juna. You've never seen Bagger Vance. I have not. Never, never seen it. I was looking at the list of golf movies last night to make sure that I hadn't missed anything. And uh, That's one you've never seen? Never seen it. They just got Will Smith in it. Yeah, and Matt Damon. Matt He's Damon like this, in a golf movie would be. I'm, I'm all over that. Will Smith's like this like ghost caddy that comes out of the woods and. I can't believe and I he's like a that. life. He's like, and he's like a life coach at the same time. It's a great movie. But maybe similar to his wife. <laughs> oh gosh, I've tried my hardest to forget that that the the playing lessons with Tiger with yeah. Jada Pinkett and not just, gonna let you forget it. And you just not. Hey, the D Wade one came out. I almost watched it last night, but I'm still scarred enough to where I'm like, mm, I'm gonna take a little more time. It's not bad. I watched it. Did you? Yeah. It's well, not bad. I'll watch it. Maybe we can talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. So, what's your number two? Number two. This is a, a big, um, sentimental hit for me. I grew up watching this like twice a week. It's the greatest game ever played with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Another Disney vanilla. It's not it's a great. Bad one. It's a great story. It uh, is. The Francis little, the, we met. Yeah, the caddy, the little caddy he's got uh, is one of my favorites. Very cool uh, cinematography, like. They hit the ball and it, you know, follows the ball in the air really closely. And there, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff. It's like, it's exciting. like they're trying to simulate drones before drones were cool. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's that's not a bad one. Um, 
I, it didn't make my list, but I have seen it. It's not a bad movie. So number two, for me, it's Happy Gilmore. And that is, if you say what I think you're about to say, we might just have to take a break and just fight in the hallway. Go ahead and pause pause, pause the show. <laughs> pause the show. Let's throw, throw hands. When you said favorite golf movies, I got it like a funny feeling in the pit of my stomach because I knew we'd have to talk about Happy Gilmore and I have not seen Happy Gilmore. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, if, if you do hear a pause in this, it's because Kyle is beating the crap out of me in the hallway and we'll be back. Yeah, so Happy Gilmore, like to me, that's probably Adam Sandler's best movie. It's a, it's, it's, it's a classic. There's so many quotable lines. Um, is it, uh, I can't even think of the dude's name that played Shooter McGavin. He's like, he, he has totally embraced, you know, some actors, they get a character that they can't get off of and they get all depressed. And it's like, I'm better than just who I was 20 years ago. This dude is still shoot. He's still doing Shooter McGavin commercials. Yeah, I, I I know the I know the character. Like you can't. You, yeah, you, you, even if you haven't seen the movie, you know who Shooter McGavin is. So it's it's unbelievable. There's so many fun T-shirts and memes out there about Chubbs, uh, who was uh, the Apollo Creed and Rocky. Uh, uh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is in that movie. Yeah, he's Chubbs. He's Chubbs. He's uh, the Happy's coach who's got his hand bit off by an alligator. So the whole joke the whole time is he's gotten this this wood, this fake wood hand, and like <laughs> over the movie the hand the fingers get broken and it just gets worse uh, the whole time. He's gluing them back together and it's just like every scene it's him trying to do something to fix his hand. It's it's great. It's a great movie. I I, I challenge you, Nate. To go home today after you go sell a bunch of cars. Right. Go home and make your fiance watch Happy Gilmore with you. It's, and I won't regret it. You won't regret it. It's on it's gotta be on like Netflix or Oh, I'm sure I could Hulu or We've something. Amazon the, Prime. You yeah. got we have, you know, a thousand dollars a month worth of uh streaming subscriptions. I should now. be able to find Happy Gilmore, yeah. How many like those five dollars a month add up? quick somehow peacock charges me two different i think i've got the five dollar regular and then i've some got some other plans yeah. another five dollars yeah we did peacock and uh just complete like for a, one show yellowstone no okay. dr death oh okay doctor give you have you heard about dr death we heard, yeah i heard about it I hadn't seen it google that when you get home as well Watch Happy Gilmore first, then go watch Dr. Death. I was going to say, they seem like opposite ends of the spectrum. They're completely. They're not even. There's no relation whatsoever. So what's your number one? Uh, Caddyshack, obviously. Oh I'm, I'm making a strong. Co- oh what do you mean, oh boy, Kyle? Are we taking two breaks I, today? Oh, yeah. We're about to go right after Are we, we visiting the hallway twice? I, I can't. I can't. I don't think. I know, like, a lot of the quotable lines, and I don't think I have sat and watched it from beginning to end, ever. Good gracious. I, I think I've seen, you know, you'll come in at certain parts. Like, I know you got the the Noonan and you got the, it's in the hole. You got all the, you know. All, yeah, there's an iconic line every time the, someone opens their mouth. You know, the, the hard stuff doesn't come down for hours. You, right. you got all the classic golf lines, but I don't, I honestly, I don't think I've ever watched it. I don't know the storyline. So let's just say that. So, like, I don't know the plot Scenario. I will Caddyshack. say there's the the plot is like uh, barely there. Like it's just like it's in, it's like an <laughs> SNL skit. Like there's just like 25 scenes that all happen at the same area, and that's basically the only 
only plot there is. But uh, you seemed a little high and mighty when I hadn't seen Happy Gilmore, and then you come back saying you hadn't seen Caddyshack all the way through. I don't know about that, Carl. That's 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 a tough look. I was yeah. I was I was hoping you didn't have it on your list. That is a tough look. Well, you would think if I man, he hadn't seen Bagger Vance, he hasn't seen Happy Gilmore. There's no way he's seen Caddyshack, right? This guy's just never seen any golf movies. <laughs> yeah, like uh, do we think about this list? But like, do we think about this before we decide to talk about it? No. I'm a big uh, a big movie guy, and there's. Sports movies out the wazoo, right? I mean, they're just an abundance of sports movies. I just don't think there's that many good golf movies. I mean, I know we've named a few, but like if you if we talk about our favorite football movies or favorite baseball movies, we've got a plethora. Oh yeah, to choose from. There hasn't been a really good recent one. No, all these yeah, all these ones. Bagger Vance was two thousand. Uh, Grace Cameron played was early two thousands. Yeah, I man. When's the last time a golf movie? If came there out? was ever like a Tiger Woods biography movie. Holy cow. Who would play him? Uh, it's got to be Will Smith yeah. or Jamie Foxx. He can do everything. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Like I, we were talking about that yesterday. I just feel like the Tiger Woods movie that comes out, it's going to be Will Smith. Like Will Smith's going to play him for some reason because he does. It's either going to be Will Smith or Jamie Foxx because they do all the biography movies of everybody. And then all of a sudden Will Smith has been in two golf movies. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, so I'm kind of shocked this movie's not on your list. My number one. And uh, this is, without a doubt, the best golf movie that's ever been made. I know it's coming. That's Ten Cup. Yeah. Seen the ending of it on Golf Channel probably 27 times. Seen it all the way through once. Didn't didn't do a whole... Really? The ending is awesome. The reason I like it is because Kevin Costner is actually playing golf in it. And it's not like fake stuff, fake shots, and this, that, and the other. Kevin Costner is a really good golfer, a really good golfer, and... The story's great, um, and that there's some big time actors in it. Right, um, you know, Cheech is in there. It's this crazy caddy. Um, you got uh, Don Johnson from Miami Vice, Kevin Costner, the le- the main character girl. I can't think of her name. She's in a, a billion movies. Uh, it's yeah. a great movie. Uh, it's and it's like a. I kind of feel re- you feel relatable with him. You know, because you have those, you get on the golf course and you feel like you should be better than, you feel like you should be better than you're playing and you just lose it. Like, for example, he goes to qualify for this, qualify for the U.S. Open. He, at a qualifier, he gets hot, breaks all his clubs, plays the rest of the round with a seven iron and qualifies, moves on. It's just stuff like that. It's just, right. It's a, it's an awesome movie. Love it. Ten Cup is by far my favorite golf movie like hands down like i'll watch it every single time it comes on tv and it's on golf channel all the time oh yeah, yeah. all the time if there's not actual golf on yeah tin cups on and i do like the uh, the scene at the beginning where he's at this like really crappy driving range yeah that, like nobody seems to come to and he's just such a golf romantic yeah i can appreciate that um and i love the ending i love the give me the ball give me the ball yeah give me the ball and then he holds out. Yeah. And then he if, yeah holds out the last one. Obviously, super super Hollywood. But um, yeah. That but one. I think uh, maybe you watch Caddyshack. Maybe your list will change a little bit, Kyle. I might need to. I, I I'll tell you what. You watch Happy Gilmore. Start to end. I'll watch Caddyshack start to end, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Deal. Deal. Yeah. Deal. And then nobody has to get beat up. <laughs> Nobody's. Yeah. Exactly. No fist fights. No fist fights. So you know, Kevin Costner was a stud in Ten Cup. He can roll the rock really well. You can roll the rock even better. If you get your grip going, get your grip looking good, feeling good, check out Sweet Rolls Golf with a Z. 
Rolls Golf with a Z dot com. Get you a tricked out, printed up, sick putter grip. Get that thing feeling good. Get the lucky charm one. They got a four leaf clover so you can go superstitious. You can go style. You can do whatever you want. Uh, look good, feel good. Putter putting is is a frame of mind. When you look down, you got this thing in your hands. Everything feels right. Pure electricity. I got. Uh, I did a little bit of a. You know, it's kind of frowned upon. You know, blasphemed upon when you alter a Scotty Cameron. But I put my sweet rolls on my Scotty, and I can't miss. That's all, yeah, that's the old world of golf, Kyle. We're, we're we're part of the new age. Yeah, see, like that's 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 why we're different because you know we'll do stuff that the the stuck up golf community frowns upon. We just want to feel good. We'll we'll tattoo the Masters logo somewhere on our bodies. Yeah, absolutely. We don't care. We don't care. Sweetrollsgolf.com, dadbod golf uh I'm sorry, dadbod20. Just dadbod20. Right. Take 20% off your next order. Get you a putter grip, get you a hat, get them coming. The shipping, the customer service is great. Uh check them out sweetrollsgolf.com. Moving on, uh we're going to talk one more little deal about the olympics uh, we're recording this on wednesday they tee off tonight so these picks that we're gonna have right just so y'all know even though sh- the show comes out on thursday and some of the results are <laughs> gonna be in for the first round we are 100 percent doing this beforehand my picks have been absolutely f- terrible so we ben and i did picks for the uh ben and i did picks for the pga i'm sorry the u.s open and the open and he absolutely stroked me. So looking always. To, I'm looking to break my streak here. He's always stroking me <laughs> in, in in golf picks. So, so you're thinking you're kinda of hoping to beat up on the new guy, maybe. I'm kinda of hoping that I can um I can come back and, 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 and at least be respectable. So we're gonna go gold, silver, bronze. Okay. And see what happens. Who's going first, Kyle? Let's start with bronze. let's start you do your picks first and uh we'll just kinda of go from there. Okay. Um. All right. Oh, let me scroll down here. Who? Who and why? Okay. So I. I. This is tough. I. This is just like a um, an obligatory pick because I'm rooting for him. I'm putting uh, Siwoo Kim as bronze just because I want it so bad. I know he's yes. pretty. He's a pretty long odds. Uh. But then I was like last night. I was like, which one of them do I put in there? Uh. Because yeah. I mean, I, I can't put both of them in the top three. But uh, Siwoo Kim at bronze, which I don't even know what his odds are. I mean, he's... Uh, 50 to 1. 50 to 1, yes. He's middle of the pack there. Um, and then I'm going to put... Uh, I, I think Justin Thomas at 9 to 1 is horribly overrated. Uh, I love JT. He just He's fired been, up, too. He's fired up. He hadn't been playing good. I, I just don't... And then Colin... Since he won the players, he has not played very well yeah, at all. I, no, not not at all. Like, like actually played pretty badly. Uh, <laughs> Colin, I think... I love. I've become a huge Colin fan. Uh, I think just going through the British Open and all that means um, coming to this that doesn't it just does not have the same oomph as a major championship. Our, our big patriotic thing, obviously, is the Ryder Cup. These guys got the Ryder Cup in their sights. Um, so I'm going to go against the grain a little bit. I'm going to put uh, Siwoo Kim as, as bronze. Uh, I'm going to put Victor Hovland for silver, and wow. I'm going to take um, I'm going to take Shoffley for uh, for the gold. So. Wow, trying to switch it up a little bit. Um, Victor's playing pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I like Victor. Uh, I thought that was a weird injury that he had at the. I think it was the maybe the 
U.S. Open with the sand in his eye. Yeah. But I'm a big, uh, big Victor Should fan. be healed up by now. Yeah. Yeah, I think his eyes will be good. Yeah, so I'm going to He's funny, Kim. too, man. Oh, he's yeah, he's quick. He's yeah. hilarious. He's hilarious on social media. He's he's a good follow. And uh, he has some good videos on the PGA Tour social media. I think they basically did like a takeover thing. There's some right. cool videos with him on the course. I think he's playing with JT. And uh, they have some funny stuff. So, Victor, that's definitely a good pick. So, you went – go back one more, through it one more time. Uh, Siwoo Kim for, for bronze. Siwoo Kim for bronze, Victor, silver, and then I've got um, Shoffley going all the way. Maybe since he can't close out in a major, maybe the Olympics will be different. That wasn't a shot at you, Xander. I'm rooting for you, man. We're fans. We're, we're fans. Yeah, we're Xander, Xander fans. So, all right, so here we go. This is mine, and I'm like – I feel like the pressure's on right now. I really need to bounce back. Right. I need this. I need this really bad. So I'm going to go bronze. I'm going to go home court with Hideki. Okay. Just because he's going to have familiar, familiarity. Is that a word? Familiarity? Yeah. We're going to make it. He's going to be familiar. Right there you go. Really familiar with this course. Uh, he's won there. He's from there. Uh, he is. He's not played well since the Masters, but maybe he's been eyeballing this. Hey, I got this. He's back. Yeah. I got my home. We're about to go play on my home course. Basically, um, let's go do it. I feel like he's at least gonna medal, so I'm gonna put him at at bronze, and then my silver, just because. Have you seen their uniforms with Cameron Smith? And yes. his haircut. They look like they should be like uh, riding bikes. They did. His little, they're a little they're, ter- yeah. <laughs> they're terrible, but it's like it's so on brand. It's so on brand for Cameron Smith. And them two together look like just two dudes that are like playing at Saturday morning at 10 a.m. with their shirts untucked, hung over. It looks, they look like a member, member team, like in like a regular country club. Yeah, that just like didn't go to bed the night before. And they bought everything, their whole uniform out of the clubhouse. Yes. Like they <laughs> matching uniforms out of the clubhouse. So I'm going Cameron Smith. He's got the mullet is just absolutely phenomenal and flowing. The mustache to go with it. He's got Aussie carved in the, you know, when it's like business in the front. He's got Aussie carved on both sides, like in, in, the, in the side. He is just absolutely decked out and he's ready for business he is ready he's ready to play so i'm going cameron smith second and then my gold medalist and we kind of talked about him earlier is going to be justin thomas that is so bold that is a bold pick and the reason is because you know jt can jt can turn it on like he can turn it on sometimes and be the best player in the world. At just like it's 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 weird. It's like it hits him. He can turn it on. You've seen crazy things out of him, like holding out for Eagle to take things to a playoff on eighteen. Like he just does crazy. Like he can shoot. He can go super low. And this this course and and and, and the way that uh, he plays golf in America, I think this course is going to fit him. He's super fired up. He's super into it. He's not, you know, I don't I haven't seen as much passion outside of maybe Cameron Smith. I haven't seen much passion about people going over there. It sort of seems like it's a chore or like it's uh, you know, I just I kind of feel obligated to go. He has been like out front, fired up, like this is the hugest honor in the world. 
Uh, I think that he's going to go. He's going to be focused. He is. Uh, he's going to go take it home. He's going to go bring home gold. You see his uh, his tweet. He said he went over to the Olympic Village gym to get a little workout, yeah. and he said he had to fight anybody for the twenty pound dumbbells. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to fight anybody uh, in the Olympic Village for the twenty pound dumbbells. So that's not awesome. Work. Yeah, there. He's he's he doesn't look like one that's going to sling some big big plates and big bells around at all. No. No, but imagine what that what that gym is like. Good gracious! Uh, quick note: uh, Spain did not replace John Rom, so there's 59 players in the field instead of 60. I would think that you just call Sergio up and say, "Hey, you know, head to Tokyo, um, man," when, and suit up. But uh, last minute, though, with the way they have this thing set up and the way, like Patrick Reed, we're ta- we talked yeah. about Patrick Reed last night. I, he he tweeted this. He he tweeted out this just preposterous picture of him on the plane with his USA mask and his USA like eye shields or whatever. What do you call that when you sleep mask? Is it a sleep mask? No chance I would know who it was if it didn't come from his account. Yeah. So he tweeted it though. He's like wheels up yesterday, yesterday, which was Tuesday at like 4.30. It said wheels up. So I was trying to do the math in my head. I was like, wait a minute. That's a that's like an eighteen to twenty hour flight. Then they're fourteen hours ahead. So you basically have to add twenty four hours. Right. So he's going to get there at like four a.m. and then he's going to tee off at nine thirty or whatever it is their time. Like, holy cow! Like he's not he is going to be struggling. Which it turned out, I guess that he had already. Yeah, it was. But one of the, that's a lot of jet lag to get over. In yeah. a short amount of time before playing golf. For sure. The, I mean, the only thing that you can even somewhat lean on is I guess you could pop, possibly take a little, get you a little bump or something and <laughs> take you a nap on that long flight. Uh, I see what you're saying. I don't <laughs> like, I mean, we dro- we went to Charleston from Auburn, you know, over, you know, a couple of, a couple of months ago for an- our anniversary. That's like six and a half hours. That takes forever. I can't even fathom flying for 18 hours. 18 hours. Get, I'll never go to Japan. I'll no. never go to Japan. No. Unless it's like I'm like a cruise ship or something. And I can just party for a week to get over there. I mean, you're never awake for 18 straight hours. I mean, if you wake up at 6 a.m. and go to bed at, at 10, that's 16 hours. Like, do these, are these like, are these, uh, what kind of planes are these? Like, can you like walk around? Like, what, I mean, what do you, you gotta do? be able, yeah, you gotta, full bed i can't imagine sitting in a chair so my sister's a flight attendant and she's never been on a 18 or 20 hour flight but there's actually they call it crew rest and there's a like in a little area where the crew like rotates out and they go sleep like in this little super secret uh hide out yeah this little bunk room basically in the bottom of the plane my sister-in-law's a flight attendant i'll have to ask her about that yeah so olympics are coming up uh it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun to watch even though it's you know just basically another tournament. It's just basically another tournament with only 60 guys. 59. 59. Yeah, you're right. 59. And uh, we'll just see see what happens. Hopefully our picks come. Hopefully my picks are much better. And hopefully Nate sucks just so I can, you know, bounce back a little bit. <laughs> I don't know how guys who've never seen Caddyshack's picks can be that good. But I've never seen Happy Gilmore, so, you know. Uh, or Tin Cup, apparently. Or, I've, I think I saw it once all the way through. but it just, If you think... That's you haven't. Yeah, it's fine. It's fair. You haven't. It's fair, Kyle. <laughs> you haven't. So uh, I'm gonna go practice hit my four iron. So hey, everybody, send us what's in your bag. Let us know yeah. what's in your bag. Um, 
you know, if you got something out there, if you if you you know can tell me why I have a huge gap between my pitching wedge and nine iron, DM us, let us know. Yes. Hell, I don't know. I don't know why. I can't fix it. I'm not a pro. So uh, uh, we appreciate appreciate everybody's uh, support. Um, downloads have been awesome lately. Uh, keep you know keep listening. That's how we'll keep being able to do stuff like this and partner with cool people and and keep the fun content coming. Uh, Nate, appreciate it again. Absolutely. Your boss. Uh, tell us where we can find. Tell us. Tell the people where they can find you, folks. You can come see me at Airport Motors in Auburn, next to Makata. We've got trucks, SUVs, cars. If you're going on a golf trip, need better MPG, or if you just play around town, need plenty of room in the back for your golf clubs and your kids, I got you covered. We'll talk yes. golf. My boss has a putter in his office with a couple balls, so we can we can roll uh, roll putts, talk about financing, and we'll uh, we'll see you there. Nice. Uh, you can check us out on all the socials at DadBodGolfPod. You can email us at DadBodGolfPod at gmail.com. Go rate, subscribe, review. Uh, we actually got one, uh, and I want to read it. It's a buddy of mine, and uh, he gave is a funny review. He basically said, he's like, love the show, keep it going, uh, but definitely don't give any golf tips. <laughs> <laughs> as a guy stay, who's seen you play <laughs> stay away from the golf tips so shout out to Alex for that um, but yeah check us out um, we appreciate it we'll be back next Tuesday uh, Dad Mod Golf Pod always stroking you've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod always stroking thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.